Welcome to the Dear Bride Podcast. We're so grateful you're here. We're your hosts. I'm Janelle Brooke. And I'm Terry Alfieri. We're wedding photographers, best friends, and the founders of Janelle Brooke Photography. With over a decade of experience, we have a lot to share and can't wait to delve into all things wedding with you. We hope to build an amazing community of women. So let's connect. Let's vent. Breathe and empower one another. Dear Bride, you got this. Dear Bride, how is that guest list coming? It's pretty common that once the initial excitement of getting engaged settles, it is time to get down to business and start planning. I'm sure along the way, you've had visions of where your special day might take place. You may have a Pinterest board dedicated to just that at this very moment, But until you know what your headcount is, you are at a bit of a standstill. Sometimes this seems like a very simple task, listing friends and family, but it can snowball quickly. And today we are going to discuss a few ways to manage that number and the fallout that can occur when people don't make the cut. So today, I am super excited to introduce to our audience, Christina Trudden, who is one of our former brides and a friend who has literally been our biggest cheerleader since this podcast began. So Christina, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for Terry and for this podcast. Um, And really for all the brides that get to experience it um, during their wedding planning. It's something that I really wish that I had during my wedding planning, Um, the tips and like the heartfelt advice that you're getting from your former brides and all the vendors you work with are priceless, really. It's unbelievable, the information. Thank you. I'm so excited too. And it is, I, you know, when we started this whole journey, I just, you know, we didn't want to go the route of just talking about all these traditional topics. And this one is, is a big one. You know, it's, it's really interesting. And I think that it's something that, um, not a lot of people, I guess, even really start to think about, but then, you know, you're engaged, you land in this headspace and all of a sudden, you got to figure out what your guest count is. (laughs) It's a big thing. And it's definitely one of the more political topics and Mm -hmm. dare I say, even cringy aspects of the wedding planning process. So 100%. Yeah. I mean, if I could give one piece of advice to brides, like you just got engaged, congratulations, before you do anything, sit down with your husband, sit down with, you know, your parents, your, your mother-in-law, whoever's allowed to invite people to this wedding um, and get everybody's lists because what you think may be, uh, you know, an intimate 60-person wedding could easily balloon to a 300-person wedding uh, within five minutes. And if you fall in love with, you know, a venue, if you've got it, uh, like you said, on your Pinterest board um, and and you, you commit to an idea or a place or, God, if you even put a, you know, a check down and you don't know what your number is, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, a huge problem. Yeah. And I know, like, I feel like The Knot is probably, like, one of the biggest resources mm-hmm. out there that people start with. That's what I had. I had The, the Knot app, and I was religious yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so great because you can scroll through thousands of vendors mm-hmm. based on, you know, so many different categories. And I know that when you're looking at venues, it's, it's all based on you know, the amount of people that that venue actually holds. Yes. So if you're planning on having, like you said, a 60 person intimate wedding, you're not getting married at this huge catering hall or this castle or this, right. I, I mean, it, it, it just, you might, um, 
it might not be the best fit for your guests. So I think that it's really interesting to, you know, have everything match accordingly. Definitely. And hopefully find your happy medium <laughs> where everything just, you know, is perfect and the stars align with, um, with all of that. Definitely. So, um, Oh my goodness. So many things, Tina. (laughs) So many things. So I I definitely, before we dive into all of this, because this is, um, again, this is a super big topic. I want to talk a little bit about you and just get a little (laughs) personal for a moment. Um, So I was fortunate enough to photograph Christina and Billy's wedding. How many years ago now? It's going to be four years. Oh my goodness. Four years ago. Okay. So I mean- And it was a beautiful (laughs) wedding. Um, And here you are, you know, four years later, you have twins. I do. (laughs) We're going to be three. So it's like unbelievable. Yeah. Um, So I would just love for you to just give us like a little background about how you guys met. Sure. Um, We met um, in a wonderful place that I like to call (laughs) match.com. The interweb is wonderful. Billy lived on Long Island. I lived in Hoboken. I was having, you know, the working girl kind of lifestyle. Um, And, you know, wasn't able to get out a lot to go meet somebody. And I always had my filter set to a five-mile radius to finding somebody that lived very close by, so it was easy. And then one day, I changed it, and I just searched the word beach. And I really just wanted to find somebody that loved the beach as much as I did. And then all of a sudden, there were there he was. And like, it was this little postage stamp photo and it was like his side profile. I didn't even know what he looked like. Um, and we started bantering back and forth and, you know, about how we didn't like cats and how we, (laughs) we like to run and like, we like the same music. Um, and he asked me to a basketball game and I always had a, a one drink rule. It's like, you do not go out with somebody (laughs) for like all day extravaganza, but he seemed like interesting and funny and we met um we met at tracks and penn station which i also consider the the pit of hell but it was lovely that day Mm -hmm. and we went to this game and he rubbed his shoulder against mine and i felt tingles all down my arm and i just knew it was different and um it was and like you said four years later in a house and twins and we're sitting on this couch talking about my wedding. <laughs> so cool. So. And, you know, I'm actually really excited that you brought up the idea of, you know, different zip codes, yeah. <laughs> shall we say, because that's yeah. also like a really big part of the planning process. Like, how did you land on Long Island? Uh, my husband has a family business um, that he works for. And that was it. Like, there was no choice in okay. the matter. I worked in the city, so it just made sense. I came out here. And again, I searched beach and I found, you know. An island, so that's where yeah. I came. Um, but it definitely posed um, a challenge when it came to wedding planning because you really do have to consider the people that are traveling. And while Long Island and New Jersey are theoretically close, the traffic is unbelievable. Um, yeah. So really, you need to consider mm-hmm. people coming, staying overnight, um, and all of those you know details that, yeah. are, that are that are involved with what could be you know. Um, like a destination wedding for for people. Yeah, for sure. No, it's a lot of moving parts. Um, that's for sure. And you guys actually did like a little bit of a distance relationship for a little while. Yeah, I was in New Jersey. He was on Long Island. So we would meet in the city. We'd go out for like dinners and go see shows. And it was like we met in a, an untraditional way, but I felt like we had a very traditional courting. Okay. You know, we met in the middle and then we went home. It was, it was nice. <laughs> you actually like dated. Yeah, we dated. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I love it. Um, Okay. So you, 
I know that you come from big families, both of you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So my mom is one of 14. Billy has, um, you know, cousins, like his dad's one of five. His mom has three siblings. Um, so just sitting down with our family counts, including cousins and spouses and kids and everything, we, you know, it's like over 400 people, like when you really like think about it. Uh, and that's not, that's not what my Pinterest vision was. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I or totally my wallet. Yeah, I totally get that. That's those are some big numbers. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, again, like some of the biggest challenges when it comes to creating a guest list um, is the venue, right? Sure. And like, what does that venue actually hold, like number wise? Right. Um, so how did you guys like? Okay, so you you get engaged, and mm -hmm. what was like? Did you sit down and actually start like making this list? No. So we did not do that, <laughs> which is why I'm sitting here right now. We just kind of went, we went to um, his family's golf club. That was like the number one place on the list um, that we really thought that we were going to get married at. And then we quickly found that um, it only would hold 170 people. So that was kind of like around the time where we thought, you know what, maybe we should start like putting pen to paper here. And then we had gone to lunch one day with his dad. Um, he took us on his boat and he brought us to lunch at this place. And I walked in there and I was like, if I ever get married out here, this is, I think, where it will be. So literally that's the only other place that we looked at and then we just booked it. And, and we, that was st it. we still had not made our list. Okay. So that was crazy. Okay. So you fell in love with it. You didn't actually have... And like, I have no sense of Long Island either. Like I had no idea like the venues that, you know, like I just kind of was like, that was a cool place and they had a big ballroom yeah. and it was on the water and we love the water and let's do that. Yeah. It just sounded right. You know, and it holds, you know, 270 people and that seems like enough, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which should, you know, yeah. essentially it should. Yeah. I, yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, okay. So what happened when you actually sat down to make your list we had it it ended up being around you know 400 people and okay. so because you know being somebody that's single till you know they're 30 years old you've been to a lot of weddings without a date so you're kind of you know jaded by that and you want to give mm -hmm. people dates and you know everybody's got kids and I've got cousins that are you know like 18 and it would be really like fun to have them there and then you know my sister's from Jersey and her kids are in the wedding and it would be fun to have all the kids there and then it starts snowballing and then it's yeah. like you bump into somebody and it's like oh you should come to the wedding and this is a joyful time and yeah there needs to be like boundaries essentially right yeah no I I completely agree with you so um it's hard because like you don't want to hurt people's feelings and like you have this whole concept of like well they invited me to my their wedding so now sure. I have to invite them to mine and yeah. um you know, like high school friends, college friends, work friends. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, and like you said, you like randomly bump into people and yeah. you're just like yeah. in this, you know, cloud nine <laughs> mentality and yeah. you're just like, come. The more the merrier. Yeah. No, I get it. I totally understand. So um, you did something though that I think is really interesting. So you cut down your list by saying, you know, you, you set a rule basically. Yeah. So we had to set a rule, which was you know, not very popular. Um, but we made it so if you're under the age of 21, you were not, um, you weren't invited to the reception. You're right. welcome to come to the church, pack the church, we would love to have you there. Um, 
but that was it. That's where we had to draw the line. Um, and it was, I was, I was actually really surprised with how many people pushed back on it. Okay. Now that I'm a mother, I understand and I empathize with it more, um, for all the logistics that go involved, that go along with like not bringing your kids somewhere, especially if you're traveling. Um, but it would have been 80, 80 extra people. Yeah. So that was 80 people that like we were able to Which trim. Which is crazy. Down like the I number. can't, I mean. And you're you, like, just because you're a kid and you're sitting at the kid's table, like it's still, you're still paying per head for all these people too. Yes. Um, and you know, we had a nighttime wedding. So our vision was, you know, it's going to be a fun adults night out, you know, like dancing yeah. and cocktails and the whole thing. So we that's how we like justified that decision. And you totally just like stuck to your guns on that. Yeah, we had to. Uh, we had to. Yeah. And that was the only way that we were able to respond to people about it. It was like, you know. This is the rule for my everyone. goddaughter's not even going to be there. Right. Sorry that you can't, you know, bring this person. Yeah. Yeah. No exceptions. No, I get that because you can't really make an exception for one person and then not for another. But what you did do, which I thought was really cool, and I didn't even like learn about this until after we started talking about it, was you did everything under the sun to help parents out, which I thought was amazing. We tried, you know, like you do feel bad um, because the whole thing is you want people to celebrate your day and you don't want them to feel put out and you want to be accommodating. Um, So we did. We got hotel rooms, um, we got pizzas, and we got babysitters to stay at the hotel. So after the ceremony, ceremony, people brought their kids back, changed because that's where the buses were leaving from. And they were able to have like a fun kids night and go swimming in the hotel pool and like do all those things. But that's awesome. And you provided babysitters. I mean, like, that's amazing. (laughs) Like, I mean, I think that there's plenty of people who say who set that rule. And then, you know, like you're on your own, which obviously, of course, depending on, you know, everyone has different parenting techniques. Not everyone is, you know, wants to leave their children with someone that they're not as familiar with. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you had the space for them and lots of fun things for them to do. They're fed. (laughs) They're in good hands. So, I mean, I think that that you do what you do what you can. Yeah, you, do what you can. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, okay, and then you said, what did you say about the plus ones? You said that, that we were was... we had to cut it at if you're not like in a serious relationship, right? You're not getting a plus one, which also is kind of cringy, and like I do feel bad about that, and my single self hates me for it. But again, that would have been another, you know, well, you... eighty people or whatever yeah. it was. So it's just like you. And then 80 plus 80, now you're up to, you mean, it's, it's just, it, it adds yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of people. So that's yeah. how we got our number from almost 400 to, um, I think we invited 300, three, about 300 people, a little over okay. 300, and we ended up with 285. Okay. And that was like basically what you're, you could hold. That was like, the capacity. I yeah. Mean, it was, I mean, it was still fine. Like people could move around, but the, you know, the dance floor was packed. And right. It was, it was jammed. We were jammed. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, com- I mean... I, People I were moving no, around. but it was comfortable. It, was cozy. it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't, um, no, it was, it, we weren't packed in there like sardines no, or anything like no. that. No, but, um, yeah, that's so crazy. So, okay. So had you put pen to paper and put your, you know, written out your guest count, I guess, do you think that you would have chosen a different venue? No, no. We, okay. lo- we loved it. We loved that it was on the water. We loved that it was, um, sentimental. Yeah, to us because Billy's father had taken us there on a special day. Um, so no, I would have made the same choices. Yeah, to cut the number down okay. to have our day there. Okay. Um, I mean, hindsight is like a challenging thing. Totally right. Um, so you know, it's interesting. I, I think that again, like this is 
super strong advice. So even though I'm glad that you don't regret your decision, no. and I mean, I don't think you should because you no. had an absolutely magnificent wedding. But again, I think like the whole idea behind today's topic is to just actually sit down and like, you know, try to put everything on paper before you just yeah. go out and it's, start it's venue It's just searching. a great way to avoid bumps down the road. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this and are like, well, duh. <laughs> like, obviously. But you get so excited. You just yeah. want to like jump right into it and you have a rough idea of what it's going to be, but not necessarily like, you know, maybe, maybe your mom didn't hand over her list yet and you have no idea that she wants to invite like cousins that you haven't seen since birth or like, right. you know, you don't know who's important to the other people that are helping you plan the wedding. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that happens a lot. Like even, even now I feel like I have, you know, couples that I'm working with and they're saying, like, oh, my dad might randomly decide to invite, you know, 20 more people and yeah. we're freaking out about that yeah. right now. So but you know what? it's then, interesting then like, the how week, that happens. The week of my wedding, I had 12 people cancel. Yeah. And then I had four or five people the day of just not show up. Which is crazy. Totally crazy. Yeah. But it's like these things are out of your control and you just have to let them go. Yeah. No, I, I totally, I totally get that. Um, oh my goodness. I feel like we've talked about so much. Um. Do you have any like more advice that you want to give to our brides that are out there that are listening to this? Um, absolutely. And it's something that my husband and I said to each other throughout the whole process. It's, it's our day. Yeah. It's just about us. And you have to keep focused and you have to stay focused on that. And it's about us deciding that we want to spend the rest of our lives together. So everything else is just noise. And just honor that throughout the process. And anybody that gets twisted, let them be twisted and let them stay in their own little space and don't let it infringe on this happy bubble of a time that you have literally once in your life because it goes away and it's <laughs> special and it's special and you want to kind of just sink in it and marinate in it as long as, as you possibly can. Yeah. No, I get that because I mean, listen, at the end of the day, it is your day, right? It's your day. So I mean, all of these things that we're talking about, I mean, you may or may not agree with it. Um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, we're both moms mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, not that, not that I'm invited <laughs> to so many, you know, events, but like, it's hard for me to separate from my kids, like, yeah. you know, for sure. And it, and it definitely, um, you know, is not something that we regularly do. And again, you know, everyone is different, but mm -hmm. I could see like how that could, you know, cause a monkey wrench. Um, but again, there are people who are coming to celebrate you and yeah. they have to, you know, be respectful of, yeah. of your wishes. So I totally get that as well. And I agree. I don't think you have anything to regret. Yeah. I think you had an amazing wedding. And um, you have to have a big party before you, you get into the life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. And I'm just so excited because I, I feel like this was, again, such a really important topic to talk about. I'm like super curious to hear what everyone else's take is yeah. on it. Um, <clears throat> but I think that our brides are definitely learning a very valuable lesson, hopefully helping them to organize in their planning process and making it a little less stressful because that's what so. just this have fun. Is Enjoy it. All about, right? Mm -hmm. So dear bride, always remember that this wedding day is about you and your person and no one else. And sometimes you have to make uncomfortable and unpopular choices that are the best for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. So just remember that you got this. Absolutely. You got it. <laughs> <laughs>
We got it. We got it. (laughs) Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I hope you learned something that will help you on your wedding planning journey. Please check out our website at www.dearbridepodcast.com for photos and a full recap of today's show. You can also connect with us on social media at Dear Bride Podcast. And for more episodes, please be sure to subscribe on iTunes. And your reviews and cheerleading skills are so appreciated and will only help us to deliver content that you want to hear. Until next time, ladies, thanks for listening and thank you for your support.